hey, hey, what's up, everybody? I know it's been a long time. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. All right, so I didn't clear that. So, um, yeah, hopefully nothing happens with that. But I am Romy Creek, and I know it's been a long time. Um, hopefully, well, I was about to say hopefully this episode pops up on your platforms. But if you're listening to me, then maybe it did. Um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of stuff I've been having to do, and I put the podcasts low on the priorities list. You know, I got a lot of kids, and most recently I had another child, and um, also. Some of you may not know, and most of you may not, but um, I have submitted to the will of Allah. So um, with me trying to be on my dean, I had to change a little bit of things. And, you know, one of my biggest weaknesses is uh, reading. I, I don't make time for reading. I don't make time for studying. I learn a lot through listening to things and watching videos and stuff like that. And then I, I target read. Um, so... All that been and, and 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 I had to kick up uh, my studies so I can get this degree on time. Please don't cross the street, buddy. You will die. But yeah, so I'm driving. <laughs> I figured I'd start making time for this podcast because there are some listeners. So uh, I'll do it when I'm driving. And I noticed. All right, so look, it's been a while since I posted, and I was uh, I was just busy and being busy at work, I neglected to do something that had something to do with work, but just my other job, because I've taken another job within the job that I have, if that makes any sense. So I had to go get some training, and that training is on Monday. And they told me, hey, you need to go pick up all this equipment two days prior to your class. Well, my brain wasn't connecting that that meant two day two duty days prior which means if it's on monday you can't go on friday because that's not enough days prior so i go in there i go to the place friday today and the place is closed on fridays right go figure closed on fridays all this while i'm saying okay let me drop by here get my equipment um so i can get back to the job that i need to do because a lot of people are waiting for me to these tasks so I go and the place is closed on Friday and I'm like what am I going to do so just so happens these dudes walk by and they work in that building they're like hey you could go through this way I don't know if they're there so I go and I walk through this long hangar you know um, air, they used to keep aircraft in this building if you don't know what a hangar is which you should and I'm not talking about a hangar for your clothes but I walked through this hangar and the people I needed to talk to to get my equipment, some of them are there and they happen to be there. And I walked in, I'm like, hey, you know, I needed to get this equipment. I didn't realize, boom, 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 boom. And, you know, it was a lady in there. She was giving me a little attitude, but, you know, she's like, okay, we're going to help you this time. And she was blaming the people who sent me, but I, I had to let her know, hey, it's not their fault. It's my fault. I messed up. So she's like, hey, I'll let you, I'll let you get it, but you need this card that tells us what size you are. So I'm like, oh, I do not have that thing. Luckily, I was th- I was thinking, I think I had it in my car from last time. So I go run out to the car, and 
I'm like, hey, I, you know, it's in the car. I run out to the car and I'm like, I don't think this paper's in here. So I keep looking. I'm like, oh, please, God, please let it be in here. Because if not, then I'm going to have to reschedule this training. I'm going to have to explain to people why I'm not able to make the training. So I'm digging through stuff. Boom, boom, boom. Like, oh, I got to find it. And it's in the back of my car, underneath all my music equipment, in an extra storage compartment uh, in the in the uh, the rear area. I would say trunk, but I, I drive hatchbacks most of the time, so uh, there's no trunk. But for it to have been there, I think it's been there for maybe four or five months. And just all the things throughout the day, uh, I made things difficult for myself. Even, you know, up to that point, I made things difficult for myself. But yet, things kept working out for me. And some people will say that's coincidence. But I have to say that that's God. And that's why Muslims will say, Alhamdulillah, which means all praises for God. Because we make things so difficult on ourselves. Why didn't I read the email and think two, day, two duty days prior? I had my brain so wrapped up in everything else I needed to do, I didn't make sure I was reading and paying attention. But God made a way for me. And even though it's not like extremely dire, like my life wasn't going to end, my career wasn't going to end, but it would have stressed me out and made it harder for me to do the rest of the job I needed to do that day. And then constantly other things kept falling into place. And it made me think about the rest of my life and how I'm not that great of a person my intentions are usually good but I do things wrong often and I don't think about um, you know sometimes I'm absent minded and trying to get things done and people that see me and they see what I do in entertainment and in volunteering and trying to help people in my in my job and you know how I am with my kids they say oh you know Creek's a good person Creek's a good person Creek's a good person but I know my flaws and God also knows my flaws. And I have to say, there used to be, um, I used to hear people say, um, if you see me do well, know that that's not me, that's God. But if you see me fail, that's all me. And I used to think, you know, especially when I was dang near atheist, like, what? That don't even make sense. Why would you even say that? That don't make sense. But as I grow, <laughs> as I grow, and, and and see how a lot of the things that come to me that are good aren't actually the fruits of my labor. It just makes sense to me to attribute those things to God. I say all that to say, I haven't opened this Anchor app in forever. By the way, shouts out to Anchor. But I haven't opened this Anchor app in forever because I neglected the podcast and I apologize. But I decided to open it just to testify um, because I was going to make a long Facebook post or whatever about, you know, how God keeps looking out for me. And as soon, it, as soon as I opened it up, there was a payment for me from, uh, advertising. And if you listen to this podcast before, you know, I don't do much advertising. Um, I just did, you know, the anchor advertising. I don't do much advertising, but people kept listening to my last episode and I got like, it wasn't a whole lot. It was like 1,700 views, which is not that much, but it was more than I was doing before. And I was, all I could say was, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
even though it wasn't a tremendous amount of money, it was like, man, I opened this up to talk about God and here's some money for me, you know? And, you know, humans take materialistic things. Um, we put a lot of stock in them. <laughs> it's funny that I'm saying stock, but you know, we, we care a lot about that, even though, you know, God doesn't use money. <laughs> so, but he, that's for us. And the majority of the things in religion are for us. Like God doesn't need our praise. We praise so that other people will see um, um, how good God has been for us. And maybe that'll uh, entice them to come to God and submit themselves to God also. But it's not for God. People are like, oh, God's so selfish. He wants you to praise him. It's not for him. It's for you. <laughs> because he doesn't get anything out of it. It's, it's for me and it's for you. But caveat, the title of that last episode was Pornhub Debut. <laughs> and I put that title because of the content because I was talking about someone else making their quote unquote Pornhub review or not review, debut and how preposterous it was. I thought it was so dumb. Uh, that this particular person was doing Pornhub now and they were talking about it as if it was a debut. And I posted that with that title because I thought it was hilarious. And maybe maybe it was a little bit clickbaity, but I tried not to do too much clickbait, but I want people to listen to what I have to say because people say that, you know, sometimes when I speak, they're thinking the same things and it's refreshing to hear somebody say it. And then sometimes just me being stupid and saying crazy things that come to mind uh, brighten up people's days. So it's incumbent upon me and it's my duty to, to let it out as long as I'm being positive. But if you know, you know, Pornhub and porn in general is sinful in most religions, especially the three Abrahamic religions. Uh, it's sinful. So you're not supposed to be watching porn anyway. So it's just funny to me that the episode that got the most review or the most views from me were uh, <laughs> the episode was Pornhub debut. And I'm wondering, like, what do people think was going to happen? Like, Anchor, I don't do video on my podcast, either one of them, the Poor Paddle podcast or this one. I don't do videos. So what did they think was happening for them to listen to the episode? <laughs> and maybe, you know, uh, you know, mashallah, maybe people just thought, it, you know, my take on things was just so funny. I'll just take that. But even in that moment, that episode, I titled it that with something that was haram. But at the time, I didn't mean to sin or anything like that. But um, even at that time, I was trying to be more like what God wants us to be, which is more positive. Um, try not to curse. Uh, that's a big thing for me because cursing has been a big, a huge part of my vernacular for so long to the point where people would always say, oh yeah, if you cuss, that shows that you're unintelligent. So what I would do is find more creative ways to use curse words with big words uh, in order to prove people wrong. <laughs> because... It, it's, a, it's a prideful thing in me and maybe it's even simple for me to want people to think that I'm dumb <laughs> so so that I can trap them into conversations in front of people and make them feel dumb it's wrong of me to do but I always justified it by saying that if, if you weren't already a jerk for 
condescending me and thinking that I'm dumb and trying to treat me like I'm dumb, then I wouldn't be incentivized to be a jerk to you. <laughs> so, and they hear the laughing because my laugh is goofy and, and, you know, they see the skin or, or they, they see my demeanor and, you know, they, they, they think that they could talk to me a certain way and I intentionally treat people uh, in a in a way that to me is warranted <laughs> but uh part of me being on my dean and part of me improving myself is to stop doing that to people but i'm not going to let you talk to me anyway i'm just not going to use curse words uh while i'm talking i'm gonna try not to yell as much and me being from philadelphia i yell this is what we do. Like, we talk loud. Like, right now, I'm talking loud. But because I'm laughing, everything seems in jest. So, people are cool. But if we were talking about something um, and, and we were uh, disputing, then me at the same exact tone, people would be like, oh, my God, you're so angry. I'm like, yo, I'm not angry. Like, are we fighting? Like, are we fist fighting? Then chill. I'm telling you what it is. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and. I have to be mindful of the difference in how people communicate because everybody doesn't communicate like me and everybody doesn't communicate like Philadelphians. Everybody don't communicate like black people, whatever, whatever, whatever. So I like this is me saying God is so amazing to me, even though I am flawed and I'm trash, but I'm not trash. <laughs> people hate when I say, oh, I'm trash, I'm trash, but I'm saying like, I am nothing compared to God, but he made me um, in a way where I have the ability to be great. I have the ability to be better than angels. I have the ability to be better than Jen. I have the ability to be great. It's all based on how I decide to be, how the, the opportunities that I pursue. So if I do have problems with memory or whatever, like for instance, I have Outlook. I use Outlook at work. Outlook by Microsoft, and they are not a sponsor. <laughs> what what sponsors, right? I use Outlook. So why didn't I set a reminder? I did set a reminder, but I put it for the wrong day because I was thinking incorrectly. So my flawed human brain, even though I had tools, I did, still didn't use them correctly. That's incumbent upon me to use things correctly and to use my tools to do great things, but also to be great. So if y'all see me out in these streets, you know, doing the, the open mic on bass, I don't get paid for that. Doing the uh, the uh, poetry night and making, I'm actually headed there uh, tonight and I'm probably gonna have to set up by myself. It's usually just me and my wife, you know, um, and then I usually, you know, luckily, you know, mashallah, you know, uh, alhamdulillah, but luckily I do have people that help me sometimes, but you know, the, the person I can rely on the most is my wife and I was blessed to have her. And she's a Christian too. So anybody out there that's, that, that's talking trash, don't know what they're talking about. My wife is a Christian and a God-fearing woman. Um, and she, being a Christian woman, helped lead me to Allah. <laughs> but before I go on, I do want to get a word from our sponsors. A little bit of sponsors we have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome back. So, shouts out to my wife. But if you see me doing the open mic on base, we call it open stage at the refuge. So, if you can get on a military installation um, every Thursday, every first Thursday, we do an open mic, you know, just for the young airmen and 
really whoever can get base access to come and express themselves. And I've had dope people like us too, um, Poppy Picasso, dope poet, um, Lady V, the Buckhead Boys, Quintessential. I've had a lot of people come and volunteer their time people who get paid to perform come down and volunteer their time to entertain the troops on base so shouts out to them um if you know any of them or just google their names uh buckhead boys quintessential uh lady v the poet um poppy picasso uh ali b b-e-i i believe is how she spells b um us too that's just us and then the number two like if you if you uh, go to their pages and follow them, you know, just tell them Creek sent you. You know, what I'm saying, just get them some love because you know they do a lot of things out here where they don't receive compensation for. It. But if you see me out here doing that, you see me doing the poetry night at Spark Making, or you know, at the Ampersand Guild, depending on where we are, or you see me doing uh, what is it, uh, the the open mic competition um, at a. Uh, at the Curtis, last Fridays at the Curtis. You see me doing it the last Friday of every month at the Curtis Center in Warner Robins. You see me doing these things and I don't get paid for, but they do good things for good people and people, and sometimes not so good people, but whatever. They do good things for good people and I'm just trying to cultivate the arts and, and do something good for the area I live in before I leave. But that's not cause for anybody to praise me. It's cause for people to help me. <laughs> like if I hit you up, like, hey, we're going to the children's hospital, the Beverly Knight Center. You see me, my wife, uh, my people, all the day entertainment, uh, other airmen, you see them doing these good things, then I would hope that you guys, these kids are bad. They just threw trash off the bus. But I would hope that you guys would say, let me be a part of that for unselfish reasons and let's help. Because it does cost money. It does cost time. Um, you know, it, it's not easy, but it's not me. Like, it's not just me. It's not just them. You know, we're doing it for a purpose. And it's not just like, oh, we feel so good because we do feel good. But it's also, it's like what God wants us to be doing. And, you know, the military tells the military guys to be out here volunteering, but you're just going to do the bare minimum if your heart ain't in it. So, you know, we, we strive, we strive, we strive, we strive to do what's right and what helps people. And God just kept me from running into the back of my cutlass with my with my Dodge. So, <laughs> but yeah, and, I, and I'm not looking at things. Um, I'm, not, I'm not playing with my phone while I'm driving. I just want y'all to know that. I got it on a clip. So if any law enforcement is listening, I'm being safe. <laughs> but yeah, but all of that is God. And I always talk about me not being as righteous as I want to be or or as smart as I want to be or as good of a singer or as good of a writer um, but God has always put me in the right places and made sure um, he made sure I was in the right place at the right time even though sometimes I didn't feel like I was in a, a place where I wanted to be but I've had several times where people hit me up from years before like yo because you helped me at this point I was able to do this and I'm never like, oh, I did this. I'm just like, oh, thank you. I'm so glad that I was able to contribute at least some. And it it means that it gives me the mindset that I should continue doing it because it's actually helping people. So when I'm looking and I got to pay people out of pocket or, you know what I'm saying, I'm not spending as much time with my family um, or, you know, like 
and running out of gas from driving back and forth to Atlanta. Um, it's worth it when I hear people say, thank you. You know what I'm saying? And I tell my wife all the time, like, it will pay dividends in the future because of the plans we have, the personal plans. The, the, we can say they're selfish plans, but they're kind of not. Like, we want to be able to make enough money so that we never have to work for anybody. But a lot of our stuff involves uh, philanthropy. Like, my wife is going to open, like, a homeless place for people to come get clothes and food. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of things, but it'll be attached to the entertainment. You'll see. It'll make sense. It'll all make sense by and by. But, yeah, I'm not that great of a person. And I remember my daughter. <laughs> this was maybe, this was 2014, right? And I was having a, 2013, 2014, I was having a hard time. Like, that little stretch of time, if anybody knows me personally, that stretch of time was rough, because I was putting myself through things mentally and, and uh, spiritually, psychologically, um, that I shouldn't have. And I was allowing other people's negativity to impact that. But I still am responsible for how I respond to things. And I wasn't responding well. <laughs> and I was making things worse. So I was also in a weird state where I was maybe almost an atheist. I never quite came out and said and believe that there is no God. But I was kind of like borderline atheist, um, kind of agnostic. But my point was always, even if there is no God, we need to be able to uh, have something that makes us act right. So what's gonna make you act right if you find out that the entire Bible was was edited and, and used to control people? Which we know history, we know the apostasy, we know uh, the Atlantic, the transatlantic uh, slave trade and how the Europeans use the Bible to control us. We even know how people misinterpret and, and uh, uh, on purpose uh, misquote the Quran. And most of the stuff that you hear that, that uh, fake Muslims use to attack people or hurt people are not even in the Quran. They're in Hadiths. And some of those Hadiths have been proven to be not valid. So like, oh, we're going to get all these virgins in heaven nay not okay that that's not real that's not authentic so shut up and that's not in the quran so people use religion to hurt people people use religion to take advantage of people that's not god that's not allah that's not yahweh whatever you want to call him the i the i am the i am uh none of that is god that's all humans being jerks to one another anytime you know, you hear Muslims say, Islam is perfect. I am not. And if you're not a Muslim and you just are monotheistic, God is perfect. I am not. So you try not to judge. You try not to judge uh, uh, the religion and God by what people do. But it's hard not to. That's why even in the Bible, and I don't know what verse because I'm not that smart. <laughs> but the Bible, I remember being taught, you know a tree by the fruit it bears. So that was my son waving to me. He scared the heck out of me. Just walked up on me and waved with a snotty nose. But uh, <laughs> the wind is blowing. It's not his fault. But you know a tree by the fruit it bears. And that's how you find out false prophets. But for us, we know that humans, humans are going to look at us as a representation of God or our religion or our parents or the military or our state or city. So it's incredible incumbent upon us even though 
we can say we're not perfect, but Allah is and Islam is, we know that people are going to judge everything based on what we do. So we have to say, Alhamdulillah. That's why we have to act right. We have to let people see us acting right, being righteous, so that they'll in turn see us as a positive example. You know, I'm not a Mormon, and because of the differences in ideals, I, would, I wouldn't be. But every Mormon that I've met that I knew was Mormon has treated me with the utmost respect. Even though I've read that, you know, parts of their doctrine and, you know, th these parts have been uh, been shunned by the big church. So it's just, you know, smaller sex. But parts of their doctrine are racist, you know, with the idea of how they perceive the Canaanites and all that. People were using that to... to uh, to discredit the humanity of black people and to make that a reason for us not being able to reach the highest heights of their religion. But my personal experience with Mormons has always been positive. So if I were still searching, which I was searching, <laughs> and I explored a little bit of uh, the, the Church of uh, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, it's just that that didn't appeal to me. But I will always have love and respect. I have love and respect for everyone. I have to. Uh, a, a certain amount of respect depending on how much they earn. And depending on how much I have to give them because they are human. But I will always have love and respect for Mormons. Because every last one has been positive to me. Whether or not they're being pests. Like there were two of them that were pests when I was in uh, Louisiana. They will always come to my door. But it was my fault I would let them in. But when I was trying to let them know, hey, I have stuff to do, you know, they still were very passionate in their evangelism. So, I, you know, they didn't understand what me saying, hey, I'm try not trying to be rude, but I got to go. But other than that, like, that's minor. They weren't being rude. They weren't being disrespectful. I'm a black male. I came up Christian with black Christians. If you question black Christians, especially the ones who haven't read a lot of times, you might be in a position where you have to defend yourself physically. But Mormons, whenever I would question and ask questions, sometimes I'll be rude about it on purpose because I, I test people. They always re responded to me positively. So that fruit is good. It's just that the doctrine didn't line up to what made sense to me. And that's okay. <laughs> it's okay to respect people but not agree with what they think, feel, um, and say. And that's, that's the part where we get into a lot of trouble as theists and even as atheists. Because sometimes atheists can be a little condescending. Oh, religious people are dumb. You believe in stuff you can't see. But you can't not believe in God for that reason and also believe in dinosaurs. Okay? Most people can't tell you that the earth is round without telling you something that someone else told them. Because even the idea of the earth curving at the end of the horizon, I can poke holes in that if I wanted to. The only reason that I truly believe that the earth is round, one, because the Quran makes mention of it. But even before that, I work in weather. I'm a weather forecaster. So I've had to use the curvature of the earth to be able to forecast things. That's the only reason. But otherwise, I ain't never been to space. People are like, oh, there's pictures. There's astronauts. Okay, there's also pictures and videos of Darth Vader. Is he real too? You gonna use the force? No, because it's not real, okay? And even if it is, it's fine. If you if you tell me I'm stupid for not believing in the force, fine. I just haven't seen it, 
and I haven't had enough that makes me want to follow it. <laughs> but and and don't get me wrong, there are people out here with uh, with certifications to perform weddings under the Church of the Jedi. So you do you. It's just not something I believe in. And if you're cool, if you a Jedi and I meet you and you're cool, I will respect you and love you for you being a theist if it helps you find peace and it helps you be peaceful to other people. That's all, really, that's the basis of what religion should be. Treat people well, treat yourself well. That's really the basis, okay? That's all God needs from us because he doesn't need anything from us. He wants us to be good to ourselves, be good to other people. So if you can't do that, then you're trash. <laughs> Not trash, but trash, okay? I keep reading something. That, I'm parked. I keep reading something that say that Felicity Huffman is going to jail and paying money. I don't even know who that is. The only Felicity I know is that terrible TV show with the girl with the scrimpy hair. But yeah, so me being a terrible person, 2013, I, and if you're familiar with this podcast, you know I do that a lot. I go way off track and then come right on back. That rhymes. So my daughter was about six, seven, right? And I used to say, like, I used to ask her, hey, and when she would come home talking about God, because at one point she went to a, uh, a Christian private school, and she would come home talking about God, but she would talk about God, Santa Claus, and a leprechaun with the same amount of conviction and, and the same amount of belief. So I wanted to poke a hole in that because I don't believe in lying to our children about Santa Claus and then wonder why they don't believe in God when we teach them about an omnipotent being that an omnipotent omniscient being and an omnipresent being that can see everything that can do everything we teach them about two separate ones with the same amount of fervor and then later be like okay that wasn't real so why would I believe one and not the other you can't teach me Santa Claus for a good chunk of my life then tell me if I don't believe in Santa Claus I'll be punished by not getting any presents and also teach me if I don't believe in God I'll be striked down to hell teach me those two things side by side simultaneously and then later tell me it's okay to not believe in one but it's not okay to uh, stop believing in the other so I don't believe in teaching my kids Santa Claus or anything fake I don't believe in teaching my kids lies and lying to my kids and then punish them for lying later it's stupid just don't say anything if you, if you feel like you need to lie about something, just don't say anything. <laughs> but tell your children the truth. So, but I remember telling my, matter of fact, before I go into this, word from our sponsor. <laughs> all right, all right, that's dope. But yeah, so I don't believe in lying to my kids, but my daughter came home talking about Santa Claus. And I was like, nah, Santa Claus is not real. People gonna keep teaching you that, but Santa Claus is not real. And she was like, no, but they told me. I was like, okay, have you ever seen them? She's like, no. Have you ever met anyone who's, ta who's told you that they've seen them and you believe it? She says, no. And, and I'm like, have you met him? She's like, no. So I was like, then he's probably not real. The gifts that you got last Christmas, who got them for you? She was like, you know, mommy and daddy. So if Santa Claus didn't give you these gifts, you've never seen him, never met anybody who saw him, then how can he be real? And my daughter, that's my oldest daughter, she's extremely intelligent and she knows her father. So she, she resigned. 
And my point with that was also, I didn't want them teaching her to worship Jesus blindly. And you know, Muslims, we love Jesus, but we don't worship Jesus. And I didn't want her to worship God without understanding and being able to ward off any doubt. Because like I said, I was still searching and trying to figure out whether there was a God and whether I needed to worship him. So anyway, my daughter resigned, right? She didn't say anything. So she goes to school a couple days later, comes back. She said, Daddy, Santa Claus is real. And I said, oh, here we go again. I said, Naj, he's not real. She interrupted me. She said, Daddy, I saw him. And I said, what do you mean you saw him? And it clicked to me. They had a dude dressed in Santa Claus as Santa Claus come to their school. My criteria was, Naj, did you see him? She said, Daddy, I saw him. I met him. He came to my school. I talked to him. And then I talked about how before that, I, I was like, hey, can you touch him? Have you touched him? I, I said, I told my daughter before, hey, you haven't perceived him with any of your senses. So she said, Dad, I saw him. I talked to him. He spoke to me. I sat on his lap, which I don't like, but I sat on his lap. He gave me a present. Santa Claus is real. So at that point, instead of trying to go into it with her, because at that point, I want to say she was a good four. And people always talk about how I talk to my children as if they're adults. Well, I feel like, no, she was five, five. I talk to my children as if they're adults because I want them to talk like adults. I don't want them to talk like babies. I don't want them to think like babies. I want them to think like adults. So I talk to them that way. I treat them that way. Of course, I don't hold them accountable as much as adults, but you know, I talk to them like they are able to understand. And if they don't, then they're supposed to ask me questions. That makes them smart. Not It doesn't increase their aptitude, but it makes them smart. <laughs> that makes any sense. But my daughter fit, checked the boxes that I gave her and said, now Santa Claus is real. So I couldn't say anything. I just knew that later we'd be able to have a conversation, have more conversations. She'd understand. And to this day, none of my children think that Santa Claus is real. Um, and at one point, my daughter said, I'm just going to believe in him because I choose to. And I like to. This is a five year old. And all I could say was, yes, good. And that's the thing with faith in God. I can't see him. But these things that I'm doing and these things that I'm seeing and perceiving make me think that he exists and I find peace in that. And being a Muslim only means that I find peace and submission to Allah. So all I need to think is it makes me feel good and it makes sense, logical sense, because out of all the religions I studied, uh, Islam was the only one to me that uh, always pointed to making sense with mathematics and uh, uh, science making sense of a lot of things and you know every all the Brahmin religions talk about miracles and you know that is what it is but the proofs that I can prove right now everything lines up so it makes sense to me but that's all I wanted from my daughter was to make sense of things and make an educated decision now of course her decision was wrong and she understands that now but her way her method of, at arriving at at that decision was good so uh, maybe a year later this was 13, 14, whatever it was. My daughter, um, she's going into the bathroom. I want to say she was about to take a bath or something. And uh, 
I can't remember what I was doing. I'm sorry. I can't remember what I was doing. But I was upstairs and uh, she was talking to me and she stopped talking to me. She started talking to my son. And then she was like, Daddy, I learned that God loves everyone, even you. Matter of fact, she didn't even say I learned. She just came out of nowhere. Daddy, God loves everyone, even you. And it's funny because I was having these ideas like maybe God doesn't like me. Maybe God doesn't love me. Maybe I'm the devil. <laughs> I flirted with the idea of me being God or me being the devil or, you know, because I couldn't explain why things happen, why I felt a certain way, why I act a certain way, why I think a certain way, why other people thought did uh, behave in a certain way. I couldn't understand it. But for so I, I would come to the point of like, if there is a God, does he even care about me? So for my daughter to just come out of nowhere and say, God loves everyone, even you. And I'm thinking, why do you say even me? Am I that bad that you have to say even me? <laughs> Made me think of that song, even me, Lord, even me. But whatever, I ain't clear that. So I ain't going to try to sing it in the right notes, even though I can anyway. So I'm saying all this to say, <laughs> God loves everyone, okay? And he's going to take care of everyone. Even people who worship false idols, people who are out here doing drugs, hurting people, whatever. God still loves you, even though I might not. <laughs> like, if I see you hurt a child, I'm not going to love you. Like, I'm going to hope that you get your life together and I'm going to love you in a very basic, obligatory way. But I don't, I don't, how do I say it? I'm not going to want to help you at all. That's the human in me. But God knows all and God still loves you. And God may may put you on the right track. It's all based on him and what he has planned for you. I can't say. But God loves everyone. And even when you feel like you just trash and your life is trash and people treating you wrong and you doing the wrong things, God will still look out for you. Okay? God still wants to make sure he will still look out for you. Some of you he won't. I'm sorry. But just have that faith that if your intentions are good, good things will come. Even if you don't believe in God, there has to be something in you that thinks, if my intentions are good, good will come. I will reap the, the fruits of my labor or not. Sometimes it is just God, but all you can control is your labor. <laughs> I, can't, I can sit here and speculate what God wants for me, and I can read the books and all this stuff, but, you know, maybe I'm going to die in a crazy, traumatic way. But... I can only control what I do right now. Even with uh, with Muslims, we'll say, uh, inshallah, you know, if God has willed, we'll say that instead of saying hopefully a lot of things. We'll say inshallah. Because I can tell you, yeah, I'm going to be there at 8 o'clock. But I don't know. And I'm okay with not knowing. All I can control is now. And even though I'm not that great of a person, I'm incentivized to be better. You know, when you have children... And, and, and they act up If you continuously tell them they're bad And continuously get down on them all the time All they have is negative reinforcement And they're not going to change their behavior That's why I think that spanking is, is very counterproductive In a lot of ways I still think that there's some value In there being um, Ultimately A physical repercussion But you have to go through all the, You know in the military they tell you um, uh, 
use the, the lowest uh, discipline possible, and there should be a progression of discipline. And I and I think that that's good for everything. But if you're constantly giving a child or another person negative, they're not going to act in a desired manner. So God is always going to do good for us, and it's incumbent upon us to do good for ourselves and for the people around us. So my next episode <laughs> will not be this series. I promise it won't be the cussing. It's still going to be a little crazy jokes because that's who I am. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to say, you know, welcome back. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for listening to me. Uh, if, if Please look up Dano Entertainment on all social media platforms and our website, DanoENT.com. Please, please, please follow us. Please, please, please come out to the events. And, and when we volunteer, please participate because it's dope. Like it's no better feeling than doing something for somebody and getting nothing, um, no, uh, uh, what is it? See, I'm not that smart. Getting no physical rewards back, getting no money, getting no, uh, uh, sometimes you don't get any, any gratification from another human. A lot of things have to be intrinsic. So please, please, please come out, please participate. And I love y'all. Um, I miss y'all. Next episode will be fun. I got a lot of things to talk about. So you might even hear Granny come out. But yeah, um, I love y'all. Please stay up. Um, Whatever your religion is, even if you don't have a religion, please stay positive. Um, And nothing is as bad as you think it is, okay? So nothing is worth those ultimate steps. And I know you know what I'm talking about. So I love y'all. Have a good sandwich. Peace.